Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm Kara. This is Whispers to a Bride, episode 131, Disappointment and Delight. And I am excited to jump on and talk to you today about this idea of disappointment and delight. And it's funny, it's one of those sort of podcast ideas that I've had on a list for a long time, but I had never sort of gotten to it. I think I wrote it down when I was thinking a lot about just like the duality that is involved in wedding planning. It's always advertised to us as being very just one note, being just like pretty and fun and fussy and pricey, but exciting, right? Like it's just this whole narrative around what it's like to plan a wedding. And then we don't often see the like darker side, the shadow side, the tough side that comes with like these very, very real issues, challenges, heartaches, heartbreaks, conflicts that come with our loved ones, our fiance, our families, our body, our budget, like all the things, just our own vision, our identity, just so much happens with wedding planning. It just brings up all these issues to the surface. As you know, if you have listened to a minute of this podcast, this is what I'm constantly talking about. But this idea of disappointment and delight, I want you to just take that in, right? As a duality that will be a part of this wedding planning journey. It's a part of life in general. It will also be a part of wedding planning. And so if you can just keep that in mind, it's so great to have as a framework so that when it's coming, you can be like, oh, this is what it was supposed to be. Nothing has gone wrong here. You know that is one of my favorite mantras is nothing has gone wrong here. Especially when it does not feel true at all, there are ways in which then your brain can see how it is also true. Things can go wrong and also things can still be okay at the same time. Just like we can be super disappointed and we can still find delight. But specifically in this episode, I mean, there's a million ways to talk about this, but the reason I wanted to bring it up now is because I had seen this TikTok. You know, I'm on TikTok, ladies. I have not been as active lately, but I need to get back into it. But I love TikTok and wedding TikTok especially can be great as long as you don't let yourself get fully overwhelmed or down the rabbit hole for too many hours. But I saw this great TikTok by a woman. I wonder if I can pull it up really quick. She had posted some sort of like wedding planning content, just like her and her fiance. I think there's a funny one of them like trying to make their own invitations using a cricket machine, which I've always wanted, but never had, but still kind of interested, but also intimidated. But then there was this one that got like a ton of views and it was about this big plot twist. They had set their budget, you know, picked their venue, put together a guest list. And it was a big, you know, they were kind of going for it like a big wedding. But then as they got their 
vendor quotes in and started really putting things in the spreadsheet, they were like jaw on the floor with how much the wedding that they had envisioned was going to just break the budget and just go way outside of what had felt comfortable and what the plan was. And they go on to say that like, yes, technically they could make it work. They could stretch, they could get money from family and go into a little bit of debt and do different things. And that, you know, the bride describes that she usually does kind of go for it. Like, hey, it's life. It's one shot. Let's have the big experience. Let's go all out. You know, it's a once in a lifetime, right? That sort of narrative, which is very valid in some ways. And then she talked about taking a pause, giving herself like, okay, this is how I usually do it. I usually go big or go home. I usually have the experience, pay the money and make it up later. And in this situation, it's worth taking a beat, talking to her fiance. And he was in the video as well. And they sort of say like, when we look at what we were doing and what we were trying to do in the future, the big expensive wedding just didn't align with their goals for their future. So they wanted to start building wealth. They want to start building a family. They don't want to bring themselves all the way back to zero or below financially in order to pull off this big wedding, even though it would be so fun and they could have all their friends and it could execute the vision. It just started to feel like more beautiful, more delightful, more intentional to take this disappointing news about just how expensive it was going to be and transmute it into something that was almost like a love letter to their future. Like in 10 years, in 20 years, they could look back and be so grateful that they made the decision that it sounds like that they eventually made, which was to have sort of a micro intimate wedding in her hometown in Idaho. The cost would be so much lower. And I think they live in New York City now. So for them, it's like a little bit of a destination wedding, but it's also a hometown wedding and just really, really scaled down version, but no less special and beautiful and wonderful, just very different than that original idea. And so they had to really ride this wave of being so excited, being engaged, planning like this New York City wedding going down even to the venue and like really getting sort of far down the road. And then all of a sudden, just that disappointment of like, oh, it's just so much harder than we thought. It's worse than we thought. And we have a choice here. Do we keep going or do we make a different choice? And then in exploring the other choice, what does it look like to totally pivot, totally plot twist, do something totally different? And then it's even funny, like I think that's why I circle back to this title, even though I want to talk about this specific scenario, was that you can see the delight in the decision that they made. So it's not just that every disappointment, like, ah, this is so expensive, we can't do it, it's harder than we thought, blah, 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 and we just stay there. It's like, okay, let this disappointment mutate, transmute, do something. And they just followed the next logical thing. They pushed themselves out of their comfort zone. They really looked into the future instead of just into the past. And I think that is something that is so important in wedding planning is sometimes we just look to the past. We looked at what did our friends do? What did our peers do? What does the algorithm tell us to do? What did we always imagine, right? We're sort of looking at what we've seen, done, and looking at the past. 
and we forget to sometimes visit the future. What are we doing as a couple? What does this wedding mean for our future? What is it setting up us up for? And you guys know by now, I am not just speaking to like being budget friendly and being financially responsible and all these things, but I'm also not not concerned with that. I do think that it is such an important consideration. I'm also of the camp that like having this moment, making it mean something, letting your families get together, bringing people together, right? That is also something that I really value and think that is important. But this is where your unique situation comes into play, your unique values, your circumstances, your situation, your location, just all the things. There's no, that's why there's no right answer. That's why I don't have like some like secret recipe to like having a fabulous, easy wedding planning approach is because it's like some of this is such the discovery of like, wow, here's what I thought would be delightful. And that's actually disappointing. And the opposite, here is what I thought would be such a disappointment. And actually it's delightful. And that's, what's really cool about this bride is like hearing her describe this very sort of scaled down, simplified version in Idaho, as opposed to New York city. Like it's so different, but you can see the delight because you can see when they describe the way they're making this decision, they're choosing it. They're not being forced into it. They could stretch into the other one, but they're choosing to go this route because it aligns with what they want for their future. And so they can always look back and be proud that they made this decision because they know it's going to serve them going forward. And they can still incorporate all of these sort of essential ingredients that matter to them. And that is just, I think sometimes the lie that we get caught in, if we're not doing like all the big traditional things, we're going to lose something. We're going to be missing something. You can still have incredible photography, beautiful flowers, an incredible meal, the most important people with you, a first dance, like all of the things that you pictured at your wedding. It can just come about in such an unexpected way. And this is where the creativity comes from. This is where the honesty comes from, right? They didn't sit there and sort of get stuck in a vision and push. They talked to each other. They had the vulnerable conversations. They were willing to say like, I don't know if this is a good idea, even though we're sort of halfway down the road. They were able to stop and pivot because they were open with each other. They got on the same page. They had a shared vision. And I think it's really important for their relationship going forward because the worst case scenario would be if either of them didn't speak up and maybe he felt like this would have been a big mistake, but he wanted to like please his bride who thought who he maybe assumed that she had to have this big wedding vision. And so he didn't want to say anything because he didn't want to rock the boat, right? You can see this going a totally different way, but the ability to be vulnerable, have the conversation, say the hard thing, let your partner show up, have their emotions and see where you can meet in the middle, where you can compromise, where you can support each other is just the work of wedding planning. That is why I love wedding planning so much because it's such a great boot camp for the rest of your marriage. There's dealing with the family, there's dealing with money, there's dealing with vision and meaning and intention and future and ritual. And it all comes to bear in wedding planning in a way, in such a unique way. And so I just wanted to sort of highlight this couple's story because it is just such a beautiful example of how to handle disappointment and the delight and be open, right? In constant creative 
response to what is being handed to you. And I'm just so into it. And I just want you to keep that in mind. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're forcing it, if you're feeling like you don't know anymore, you are allowed to take a moment. You are allowed to process all of the good and all of the bad and the up and the down and make a conscious choice. My last um, episode on essentialism really kind of speaks to this. Like what really matters? This example of this TikTok couple, perfect example of essentialism, right? Let's turn down all the noise of what's out there and what we thought we wanted and what everyone expects and really get quiet and determine what actually matters. What's the priority? And for them, their priority is crystal clear. They're all about building and they can't build if they're going to set themselves back with this wedding. This is a great tie-in with last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, um, it might be a good one. I think the essentialism one is great for any bride, but especially if you're having sort of those budget problems, sort of deciding about a destination or not, I think the essentialism can be really important. Sometimes we get sort of carried away with a concept like a destination wedding, even though it's like not really coming together in the way that we had hoped. There's just so many different scenarios. But I hope today's little foray into this couple's story, Anna and Trevor, they're called, really helps you think about the disappointments, think about the delights, let them appear, metabolize them, understand them, lean into them, and don't think it's going to just be one. It'll always be both. And let both inform you and pull you forward in the most honest, authentic, intentional way that you can, because your wedding deserves it, your fiance deserves it, your own life deserves it, right? Your life is your art. Your decisions are your like beautiful power in this world and in your wedding. And so don't take it lightly. Don't feel dragged into things and pulled into things and pressured into things. Choose them on purpose. That is it. I'm off my soapbox for the day. I hope this has been helpful. You know I'm here if you need me. Love doing my one-on-ones with brides to help you guys talk through and think through this stuff. You can jump on my calendar on, um, I've got lots of time for brides on Fridays. So when I'm not seeing my other therapy clients during the week, I love to carve out my fabulous Fridays for the brides. So if you need me, jump over to karamoreen.com and schedule an appointment. And you can always find me on Instagram and TikTok, Kara the Bridal Coach. If you want to dive more in, but aren't ready for a one-on-one session, buy my book, Whispers to a Bride. It's on Amazon. Super easy. Um, It's also a great gift. If you know a bride and would like to give her a sweet little gift, she will appreciate it because they don't even know they need it, but they do. Until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.